All right, friends, welcome back to another episode of Friends From Work. And this is going to be a little bit of a unique Marvelette for you. Robbie and I did not have this episode planned, but a few minutes ago we were on the phone and couldn't stop talking about this. And we said, hey, you know what? Let's just get on the podcast and address this because I think this is something that other Marvel fans would appreciate. So Robbie has spent a bunch of time on our specific rewatch order. So we're just now getting to a section where... There are some pros and cons to rewatching the movies in this particular order, and we wanted to discuss that a little bit. So the section we are talking about right now is in our order, we are having you watch Thor The Dark World, then Guardians of the Galaxy 1, followed directly by Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, then Age of Ultron. Now, Before I let you jump in, Uh Robbie, on release order, the actual Marvel release order, it went something very different. Iron Man 3 came out after the Avengers. Pretty pretty soon after the Avengers. Pretty soon after the Avengers. Then Thor Dark World, then Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, then Age of Ultron. So actually, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 wasn't until years later. Right. Now, the reason we put Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 back to back was because... The Rousseau brothers have agreed on this. James Gunn has said this, that they are movies that should happen back to back. They happen right after each other. But we're just now getting to that point in the order and we have some questions about it. Right, right. It's, you know, it's interesting because going through this whole rewatch for the first time, um, Captain Marvel was the first big question of like, of, of right. does it work? And I think, you know, we talked a lot about that. And I think ultimately, I at least came down on the side of it was it was better than the release order. Here, I would still say that the way that we have this structured is, in my mind, undoubtedly better than the release order. We both agree that Thor Dark World should be after the Avengers, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the first events of Thor Dark World is directly following the Avengers with Loki being in handcuffs. Right. That's important. It's it's like minutes after the Avengers, right. not months. And I think, you know, something that I've thought about recently, I, I think that I like starting phase two with Thor kind of being introduced to the Infinity Stones because phase two will end, spoiler alert, with Thor kind of uncovering what he is thinking as some kind of grand plot involving the Infinity Stones. There's sort of a symmetry there as well. So I feel like, yeah, following Avengers with Thor is, is in my mind, absolutely the right call. And then going from Thor 2 to Guardians also feels like the right call because, again, Thor 2 sort of starts to introduce the Infinity Stones. It starts to introduce this kind of cosmic thing, shows us the Collector, and Guardians is the natural follow-up to that because it sort of delivers on all of those promises. The question is where we go from there. Right, right. Because like Kyle said, after that is when a lot of folks would say, well, that's when you put Guardians 2 because James Gunn has, has said as much, and that's what we've done. And I I think it works. You preserve the timeline of Guardians. And I think, importantly, especially for you, Kyle, you don't get this weird sense of an entirely non-Infinity Saga-related movie being dropped in pretty shortly before Infinity War. Right. 
Well, my main concern is that we move it forward in the watch order from release order. But after watching it, I don't know that it has to be directly after Guardians 1. The important thing to note is that Thor Dark World, Guardians 1, Guardians 2, Iron Man 3, and maybe even Winter Soldier, but for sure those first four are all within like the same year. Yeah. I mean, they're they're happening almost at the same time. And so where you place them can be weird. And there's obviously different narratives you could tell by how you place them. And I kind of felt like by watching Guardians 2 directly after Guardians 1, the downside is there's been some character development in Guardians 2 from Guardians 1 that you don't feel if you watch them like two nights in a row as much. Right. Like there's some things that you're left to think some time has passed. You know, like Quill to share stories with Gamora about his family and for them to have a more developed relationship. Right. I don't know. There's some things where I'm like, maybe a little space there would be good. However, I get that it could be jarring to insert Iron Man 3 there and go back to Earth. I know that can be yeah, weird. Yeah, so I wouldn't want to do Guardians, then Iron Man 3, then Guardians 2. And Just because it bounces too cosmic to Earth? Yeah, is that like why? I, I think I do like having things, and, and this will kind of go throughout our entire rewatch order, and it's part of why I've decided on the order that we have, is because I do like that we have little mini arcs within each phase. And I think that this is a great example of that, of Thor 2, Guardians, and Guardians 2. And then we go back to Earth, and I think that Iron Man 3 and Winter Soldier both really tee up Age of Ultron well, because I think, as as we'll see whenever we talk about those movies, not only do the storylines for those characters kind of directly impact the storylines for those characters in Age of Ultron, but, you know, like Winter Soldier especially leads perfectly into Age of Ultron. And, yeah, like in a release order... We had Guardians of the Galaxy there. I'll say something that you said a second ago made me think about kind of a a question that I've I've had throughout the rewatch in some way. Going back to even Iron Man and Iron Man 2, the one thing the release order does very well, just inarguably, is spacing out chapters with different characters you're never going to get the same characters right. back to back. You're always going to have have a chance to, okay, well, here's this character. Now I'm going to go over here, and then I'm going to come back with this character later. And our order is a lot more of chunks of movies together. Right, right. So Iron Man, Iron Man 2, even you know Thor, Avengers, Thor the Dark World. Like You just have these moments where it is like back to back. In those situations, so like in Iron Man 2, it doesn't really bother me because one, I, I do think it actually makes... The Incredible Hulk make a little bit more sense if you put it after Iron Man 2. And Iron Man 2 is kind of a world-building movie, so it doesn't just feel like another Iron Man movie. It feels like a a big step that kind of opens up the back half of Phase 2. The same thing with Thor, Avengers, and Thor 2, where I feel like that's kind of a little arc in in and of itself that I I like. Um, And I think that it takes what are in my mind, two of the weaker films in the entire MCU, which are the first two Thor movies. And by bunching them closer together, I think makes them both stronger. Okay, every every order is going to have positives and negatives. And I know that we've settled on this order that we released as being our favorite rewatch order. However, the whole reason we're having this conversation is because you had some hesitation with Iron Man 3, right? right what is right. that then? Well, and that's, that's my point is two things. One... I just don't love that we have Guardians 
and then right after that, Guardians 2, and then that we're not going to see the Guardians again until Infinity War, which is so far down the road. It just doesn't, it, it, it feels like it's a bit out of balance. I, not enough that I think that we have to change the, the rewatch order, but it does feel out of balance. Secondly, I think, and part of it is the way that Iron Man 3 begins, and this is maybe petty of me, but I, I actually like the way that Iron Man 3 begins because it's kind of unique, and we'll talk about this on the episode, but it opens like it's a very cold open where it, it's like you press play and it jumps right into Tony doing a monologue. And I think something about that feels so abrupt to me after being away from Tony for so long. But I don't mind it being a little bit away from the Avengers because in Iron Man 3, he's obviously dealt with the effects. So we do need to have him have some time to deal with those. That is true. Ugh. That is true. And, and, you know and what that's I mean? Like, like, oh. I mean, again, I've the reason that we've structured it the way that we have is because I think that it does still make the most sense. I think if we were to do anything with Guardians 2, it would be to maybe kick it down the road. But I think then you have to get to, to where it would fall. And I think that there aren't that many places where I think that it wouldn't disrupt like other narratives that we have going. I definitely agree with what you're saying though, where like I, as much as in terms of the release order, in terms of me experiencing this in real time as a fan, which again, that's a whole nother question of, of like how we experience this in real time versus what I think is the best order on a rewatch. But I do think that Iron Man 3 was a great follow-up to the Avengers at the time but I also feel that a lot of the things that Iron Man 3 is trying to do work better with more distance from the Avengers. <laughs> I have two big thoughts. Okay. One is that I've been thinking a lot about this rewatch order actually through the perspective of my father. For those of you who don't know, my dad has never seen any of these movies and he's just recently wanting to get into it. And so I'm actually rewatching with Robbie, but I'm also going back and rewatching from the beginning with him. So I kind of got two timelines <laughs> going. But every movie in my head, I'm debating what do I want to tell him to watch next? Because there is a factor of if you've never seen them before, right. would I tweak this at all? And that kind of leads into my second point, which is another factor for me is just the scope of these films. And we have to take the scope of the film into consideration when placing these movies. Here's what I mean by that. I struggled with Captain Marvel being released right before Endgame for a lot of different reasons. One of the main reasons I struggle with Captain Marvel being second was just that you had a movie in Captain America that was made in 2011 that looks like it was made in 2011. I don't mean that in a bad way, but the scope of right. the movie is a lot smaller. It's World War II. It's like hand-to-hand -hand stuff. And then to right away go to a movie that was made in 2019, right? Yeah. And that movie is cosmic, and it lo it looks more modern. It's It's bigger. You know, that is a factor for me in all this stuff. So in a way, it's a little weird for me to go from Guardians 1 and 2 where it's so spacey, so big, dealing with world-ending cataclysmic events to then quick jump back to Iron Man 3 where it's very local, ground level, dealing with anxiety. I'm not saying I would move it. That's just a factor for me. Do you right. get what I'm saying? No, I totally do. And I think... 
In in some ways, though, what you're saying is precisely why I like it that way. In that, you know, in the release order, going from Guardians back to Age of Ultron, like, yeah, you're keeping kind of a grandiose scope and going to another grandiose scope. But I remember as much... I'm a big fan of these movies, obviously, and have been for a while. And I still remember starting Age of Ultron being like, wait, where where were these characters? Like, what was going on? Because you would just come off of Guardians of the Galaxy and a lot of... This is a conversation we'll have to have kind of down the road some more, maybe. There's a lot of talk around Marvel movies of this concept of a palate cleanser. Right, yes. And you you get that all through different phases. I think maybe... Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. Yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home, I think, is another example of like these right. movies that immediately follow up. Uh, Iron Man 3 is, is also one. Movies that immediately follow up a big event movie and are supposed to bring things down. And I think in some ways, you know... And the Friends From Work podcast just in general doesn't love that idea. I don't. I think yeah. that's fair to say. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> we... We we tend I to, want us to sit in the events that are supposed to matter for as long as possible. Yeah. That's what I want as a viewer. I, I think maybe this is the big thing with this specific section for me, Kyle, is I am always trying to balance how do I sit in this moment without messing with the like the rhythm of all the flow. of these yeah, films. Exactly. So like this this is the perfect thing where like, okay, I want to sit in this Guardians moment and then be able to go into this uh, this kind of Avengers building into Age of Ultron moment without it messing up the flow of like, is it weird to have two Guardians movies right. back to back and then not see them again for a while? And I think it's just... Not to beat a dead horse. I guess my only proposal, I think, would be maybe we should move Guardians of the Galaxy 2 after Age of Ultron. I, I know you might hate that, but then you go... You get Avengers right into Thor Dark World. We already explained that. Then you get the introduction into the cosmic thing with Guardians of the Galaxy 1. But to allow there to be some space there, we go back to Iron Man 3 on Earth, which is happening about the same time, followed up with Winter Soldier, which then ramps us into Age of Ultron pretty immediately. But then I know maybe you don't like the tone of kicking off Phase 3 with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but that would give them some space, and that's pretty much a standalone movie anyways. Ooh, that's what I maybe I, want to do. I know. I've thought about that too, and I I, uh, I think I agree in <laughs> It some makes ways. you so mad, I no, know. No, I mean, no, I, 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 listen, I'm thinking about how it sets that what we have currently setting off um, or kicking off Phase 3 is Doctor Strange, and here's the, okay. Here's another reason why I actually think Guardians Two kicking off Phase Three could be a win. Part of what why I put Doctor Strange there is because Doctor Strange is timing wise a little tricky because it technically covers like a year and a half or two years, I think, um, starting in 2016, and then I think kind of finishing some point in the future. Oh, like his entire development, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I think you have some dates that are that are set based on things that you see in Doctor Strange that take place like post-Civil War, but then everything kind of happens after that. And so my point there, without going on a tangent, is just that like, one, Doctor Strange is easily kind of placed wherever. Some people have it placed as far down as like immediately prior to Thor Ragnarok. But right, interesting. I think that having not only Doctor Strange prior to Civil War, but also having Guardians 2 prior to Civil War could be great because it does what I am always 
you know, again, what we were just talking about, what, I always want events to feel like they kind of not just have consequences, but have kind of lasting relevance. And so for me, one of the things that's always irked me is like you get Age of Ultron, you get this sense that like, oh, we've got a whole new Avengers team. You have one movie that's Ant-Man and then you have Civil War and the whole status quo changes again. And it just felt very like, it, it makes the last scene of, of Age of Ultron where they're assembling a whole new team feel a little bit disingenuous to me. But if you have that scene and then you have several movies that again kind of creates the appearance of this team operating in the background so that by the time you get to right. Ant-Man, you see Ooh, Ant-Man encounter it. Falcon and it's like, oh, okay, well, he's like encountering a, a new Avenger. Then whenever you get to Civil War, it's like, okay, well, this is kind of the status quo. Like this has been, you know, for like three movies worth of us watching, this has been the Avengers team in the back of our minds, if that makes sense. But also think about, well, think about this. Age of Ultron, what's the very last thing we see in the post-credit? It's been very Earth-focused fight, and then the last post-credit scene is Thanos saying, fine, I'll do it myself. Oh, that's Which so true. Which could lead perfectly into more of a cosmic vibe with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's not directly in that movie, but there are references to Thanos, so that movie would allow you to get back into space. I don't know. I don't know. See, it's going to be the Kevin Sconable test. Shout out to my dad <laughs> if he's listening. That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I might... As, okay, as the Friends from Work podcast, we are sticking with our original order. Although you're really tempting with, me here, Kyle. I know, I know. But f- this might not be gospel, okay? But for this rewatch order, we are sticking with Thor Dark World, Guardians 1, Guardians 2, Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron. But when I get to my dad, I might go Thor Dark World, Guardians 1, Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, Ultron, Guardians 2, Doctor Strange. That's what I might edit yeah. on my next time through these movies. Oh, but now I want to try that. I know, but we got to stick with what we've already been watching. All right, At Kyle, this point. Jeez. Okay, so just I want the audience to know that we struggle with this decision. There's pros and cons to both things. So There are. And, and, and like I've said before, I think on our, on our initial rewatch order episode, and I'm not backtracking on that, I do think having a whole little arc within phase two that's just cosmic focused and expanding the universe is fun and thematically consistent. I think that, that, that yeah, moving Guardians 2 after Age of Ultron could help space things out more evenly and, and maybe improve the flow. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see. Oh, baby. Now I'm excited about it. (laughs) So if any of that was too confusing for you, I'm just going to reiterate that you have two options when you get to this section of movies, okay? Your first option is rewatch these films with us in this order. The Avengers, Thor The Dark World, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, and then Age of Ultron. That would end phase two, and Doctor Strange then would kick off phase three. That is option one. Your second option, which I would love for some of you to try and let us know if you preferred it, would be as follows. The Avengers, Thor The Dark World, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, then end phase two with Age of Ultron still, but throw in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 after that to kick off phase three. So that's your second option. So choose option one or two and let us know which one you prefer. So 
that's it. We we just wanted to invite you in on this little dysfunctional conversation that we're having about what is the actual perfect rewatch. And I think part of the fun of this is that's a question that will never be fully answered. I think ideally I'll still be finding ways to rewatch these movies years from now because <laughs> I love them so much. I'm just always looking for an excuse. Yeah, that's a good justification now. Well, got to go back again, honey. I got to watch them all again because I swapped two of these around. All right. I mean, that's just, you know, that's that's me just having integrity. But we do appreciate you all sitting in for this. Please l- let us know what you think because this is kind of part of the fun of all this. There are a lot of vigorous online debates about which viewing orders are best. And like I said, they are pretty all over the place in some ways. And so we would love to hear kind of how you feel about this new proposal in terms of moving Guardians 2 right after Age of Ultron. As always, we are on all the social media platforms at the FFW Podcast. So it is up there and join the conversation. And hopefully we'll get to the bottom of this mystery before too long. But until then, this has been Friends from Work. We look forward to seeing you next week.